Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's more a specific example of giving away a actual service, but be creative based off of what you're capable of doing when it comes to adding value for free. Before we get into it, I want to introduce you to Groundbreaker, today's sponsor and partner. They are an all-in-one suite of tools for small to medium-sized real estate syndicators. They've got a special focus on real estate syndicators with 1 million to 100 million assets under management. They help you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Groundbreaker will help you scale your business without the need to scale your overhead. So they're going to help reduce your costs because of the admin team that won't need to be as large. And they're going to help you reduce your risk of data breach because of the security systems that they have in place. They'll help you increase your revenue by growing your assets under management because you're going to be allowed to focus on the things that are most important, like business growth and operations, not those administrative logistics. And ultimately, they're going to help you elevate your company's brand and professionalism and investor experience because your investors are going to enjoy having this platform with all their information versus however you're currently doing it. Three things specifically about Groundbreaker I personally like. One, super easy to use from an investor standpoint and from a general partner standpoint. Two, it allows investors and general partners to fund electronically, meaning that a limited partner can complete their entire subscription and funding cycle without leaving the platform. And on the general partnership side, for distributions, you can set it up so that you can trigger bulk ACH payments within the platform. And then the last thing I really like about Groundbreaker is it's, well, it's cost effective. It's healthy to the bottom line. Their basic plan allows sponsors to sign up for as little as $100 per month with no limits on deals or investors. And you can read all about the pricing on their website. Speaking of their website, it is groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe, J-O-E. And when you go there, groundbreaker.co forward slash J-O-E. You're going to get access to a pitch deck that the Groundbreaker team created so that you have a template should you want to use that and customize it for your own deal. So go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. Quick disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. 
For more information, go to bestevershow.com. Best ever listeners, today's guest is being interviewed by Theo Hicks. You know, Theo, he's with us every Friday on Follow Along Friday. You're going to get a lot of value from this conversation. So with that being said, let's get going. Hello, best ever listeners, and welcome to another episode of the Syndication School Series, a free resource focused on the how-tos of apartment syndication. As always, I am your host, Theo Hicks. Each week, we air a syndication school episode that focuses on a specific aspect of the apartment syndication investment strategy. And for a lot of these past episodes, especially the first 50 or so, we give away a lot of free documents. So make sure you check those out, those episodes, as well as those free documents. All that is available at syndicationschool.com. And today, we are going to talk about some mindset tips, some habit tips that I learned over, say, the previous three to four months of best ever interviews. I want to give you a preview since none of these have aired yet and make sure that you are able to hear, to be knowledgeable of what I think are some great mindset tips without accidentally missing them in the future. And obviously, the purpose of this comes down to the idea of 80% psychology, 20% mechanics is the key to success. So you can spend hours and hours and hours working on your business. You can have the best systems in the world, the best technologies in the world, the best mentors in the world. But if you don't have the right mindset, then, well, you're most likely not going to be taking smart action, the right action to move you forward. So we're going to go over five different ways to improve your mindset. And then obviously our habits are also tied to our mindset because in order to improve our mindset, we need to change from bad habits to good habits. So I think those two go hand in hand, which is why some of these are more specific to mindset. Other ones are more specific to different success habits. So the first one is from an interview I did with Chris Benson, and he talked about a concept called the cool guy list. Obviously, this could be a cool girl list as well. So the cool guy and girl list. So what is this? Well, Chris says that whenever he encounters someone who he is impressed with, he writes down their name in a little notebook that he has. This is his cool guy list. It's a running list of people who he thinks are very impressive. These are people he's met personally. These are people that he's listened to on a podcast. Maybe someone he came across on the internet in some other form. Maybe he's an author they read, a blog post that he read. Anytime he comes across something interesting, something unique, something that fascinates him, something that impresses him, he writes down the person's name. And then he will then follow up with this individual on this list. He didn't say the frequency, so I kind of just say maybe once a year. And then he will ask this individual what new opportunities they see on the horizon. So what is their future outlook on whatever they specialize in? And then based off of this conversation, Chris will then make changes and adjustments to his business accordingly. Now, one thing that he did add to this is that another benefit of the cool guy list, besides new strategies to implement into your business, is 
that if he were to lose his job or decide to leave his job and pursue something else, then he would open up his cool guy list and he would literally travel to each individual on the list and then work for them for free for one month. That way he can see firsthand what they're working on, what these new opportunities are. So I thought that was interesting. Next would be kind of similar to this a little bit, but Ryan Groney. And this is talking about adding value for free. So this is another habit that we focus on here at the Best Ever Show, Best Indication School show, when we talk about adding value to others for free with the expectation of nothing in return, whereas in reality, you are giving something in return. And so the example that I always give is when I first started working for Joe, worked with him for free for a while, and eventually got hired on full-time. Ryan Groney's example is very fascinating because he gave something away for free that most people would probably charge a lot of money for. So what he did is created a a custom built-from-scratch database of all of the mobile home park owners in the country. Their contact information, the property they own, things like that. And then whenever an interested person comes to him and wants to get into mobile home parks, then Ryan will give them access to his database for free. And in return... Ryan asks that if they were able to secure interest from a mobile home park owner, then Ryan gets first look at that deal. And if he doesn't want to buy it, then he will then help this newbie buy it themselves or wholesale it. So from the perspective of the newbie, the benefit is access to an amazing database, right? But also they can use it as practice for cold calling since they most likely aren't going to even get the deal in the first place. And then obviously Ryan benefits by the leads that are generated. So that's more a specific example of giving away a actual service, but be creative based off of what you're capable of doing when it comes to adding value for free. The simplest way is just answering questions on various social media and bigger pockets types of websites, or all the way up to literally giving away a consulting program in a sense for free, following Chris Benson's cool guy list and working for one of those people who impress you for free. All these things will help you not only improve your mindset, but also give you more business opportunities as well. This next one is actually specific to mindset, but also habits as well. And whenever I talk to someone on the show, and they are a mindset expert, they're a coach, or they are just giving some sort of advice on how we need to think in order to be successful in real estate. Okay, I understand the concept. I understand what you're saying, but I understand that people have limiting beliefs, people have bad habits, and that we need to get over our limiting beliefs and replace our bad habits with new habits. But how do we actually do this? I get the what, I get the why, but how do we actually do this? What can we start doing right now that will enable us to move from bad habits to good habits? So one really unique way that I really liked was from Vaughn Yepermayan, I think his last name is. And he said that whenever he works with his clients on mindset issues, he tells them that rather than just you know, journaling or meditating or 
attempting to improve their mindset and habits just by themselves, right, in a vacuum in their room, they need to enlist the help of others. So the specific example that he gave was that you want to go to someone who knows you really well. Maybe this is your business partner. Maybe this is a family member, a significant other, someone who knows you really well, and then ask them what they think are your limiting beliefs and self-destructive behaviors. So this can be applied to me really anything, your personal life and your business life, really anything, (laughs) any aspect of your life that you're not achieving in or not achieving to the level you want to is likely because of some bad habit that you have. And if you can get an objective third party to analyze you and tell you, hey, the reason why you're not finding more deals is because you aren't cold calling enough. Or maybe the reason why you're not having the energy to work long hours is because your diet's really bad and you're not working out enough or whatever. So these things are probably obvious to us once they are said, but oftentimes we are unaware of the things that are holding us back, or we are making excuses for the things that are holding us back and saying, well, it's fine. Like, I know for me, a big thing is like eating. Like, oh, well, I'm still young. I can eat whatever I want to, and it's fine. No, that's not necessarily how it works. And sometimes I need my wife to tell me that, hey, you're getting a little round around the waist in order for me to realize that this is a bad habit. Now, if you're trying to apply this to business, it's probably better if the person whose help you're enlisting is more successful than you, because you don't want to ask someone who's also having problems in their business or are not where you want to be and ask them what's holding me back just because, well, the same thing is probably holding them back as well. So ideally the person more successful than you, but still at the same time, at least from what I've noticed, some people are able to give advice on how to improve, even though they don't actually act on that advice themselves. So it is possible, but ideally the person's more successful than you. So Vaughn says that just the act of being aware of these bad habits, and by awareness, I mean not you becoming aware of them yourself, but someone telling you about them, just that alone will begin the healing process. And then the next step, he says, is to figure out the reason why you are doing that bad habit, and then ask yourself if that is actually true, or if it's some story you created. So going back to the me example with eating, I say, oh, well, I'm young, I can eat whatever I want to, and I'll be fine. Well, is that actually true? Obviously, that's not true. So you need to, at this point, he says, create a story, change the story from a false story that's creating the self-destructive habit to a good story, a positive story that results in a good habit. So that was the Vaughn's advice. I really like that. Very powerful advice, I think. And the next would be Madison Sturdyke, and she gave advice on actually forming a new habit. So let's say I follow Vaughn's advice. My wife keeps telling me how I'm getting bigger. And I need to change my diet and start working out more. So how do I actually start changing my diet? How do I actually start working out more? So that's kind of the first step again is awareness, realizing what I need to do, but how do I actually start doing it? And so Madison gave really good advice on how to start new habits. And she says that rather than telling yourself you're going to do something forever, just tell yourself that you're going to do a five-day experiment. So I'm going to eat clean for five days. No matter what, I'm going to work out every day for five days, for 10 minutes or whatever. Not forever, not for a month, not for a year, just for five days. So not only does this most importantly help us start something, because we're not as overwhelmed 
with the idea of doing it forever, but also it will help us avoid doing something for a long time that is not going to work, that is not a good fit for us. So she says that after these five days, do a post-mortem analysis to determine if the new habit you formed is working and is right for you. And for her, she says that this comes down to how you intuitively feel about it. So you don't need to force something that's not going to work, right? There's millions of different workout, just kind of following my analogy. There's millions of different diets you can do, a million different workout programs you can do. Not every single one is going to work for you, right? Just like there's a lot of different mindset techniques that you can do, a lot of different real estate business plans that you can do, which I guess that wouldn't really work for five days. But the whole point is, is that experimenting on things as opposed to just telling yourself you're going to do them forever. I think a really good real estate example would be, I was interviewing someone yesterday and he says that he has his active business and then whenever he's interested in a potential new active investment, maybe he wants to get into multifamily rather than researching multifamily, finding the right market, building a team, buying his deal, going through that entire process, which could take two, three years, maybe a year, maybe six months, depending on where you're at, but not immediate. Well, what happens if you spend all that time and you don't like it? Well, you've wasted, in a sense, not wasted totally, but you're three years later and now you need to figure out what you want to do next. Whereas instead, what he does is he tests different types of business plans by passively investing in them first. Because passively investing in multifamily requires a lot less effort, a lot less knowledge than actually doing a multifamily deal yourself. So for something like that, it's obviously going to be more than five days. But thinking of ways to test things out before going all in. And then lastly, and this is more of a goal setting technique, is the rocks, the pebbles, and the sand concept. We've all heard before, but this is from Stephen Davis. So the concept goes, if you want to fill up a jar with as many rocks, pebbles, and sand as possible. Well, if you put the sand in first, then you're not going to be able to really fit any pebbles or rocks in there at all. Whereas you put the pebbles in first, then sure, you can put sand in, but none of the rocks are going to fit. So the best way is to put the big rocks in first, and then put the little pebbles in, and those will kind of trickle in around the bigger rocks. And you pour the sand in, and it'll fill in the rest. And then the entire jar will be filled with the most amount of rocks, pebbles, and sand. And so similarly... When we are setting our goals, we need to prioritize them based off of this concept of the rocks, the pebbles, and the sand. So for Steven, the rocks are the one to two major outcomes for the quarter, for the year, for the person's life, for whatever, right? Whatever you're setting a goal in and whatever the length of that goal happens to be. And then once he has those big rocks, the next steps is to fill in those goals with the pebbles. So these are the smaller monthly goals the smaller weekly goals that you need to accomplish in order to ensure you accomplish your quarterly or yearly goals. And then lastly would be the sandwich, the rest, the things you need to do every day in order to achieve those big goals. Or if you do it the opposite, if you focus on just doing the menial day-to-day things like replying to emails, well, then you don't have the big picture in mind. And then obviously monthly goals are great, but yearly goals are the best. So an interesting twist that I put on this would be to actually each quarter buy a rock, buy a boulder if you want to, and put it in your office and then in permanent marker, write down whatever your goal is for that quarter. That way, not only will you see your goal, but you will also see the rock, be reminded of the reason why it's your goal, as opposed to maybe just writing it down, which is great, but I think 
tying it to a story of the rock, pebbles in the sand would help you achieve that goal even more effectively, more likely. So those are the five interesting success habits, goal setting tactics that I learned over the previous three months. And I think I'm gonna start doing episodes like this a little bit more often just to kind of condense a bunch of episodes, the best advice from a bunch of episodes into one. Because I got a few more, like like some people talk about raising money with social media. Others talk about ways to scale businesses. So keep a lookout for more of those in the future. And let me know. You can always email me at Theo at JoeFarrellis.com. If you really like a certain thing that we're doing so we can keep doing more, don't like what we're doing so we can stop doing that or anything that you want us to start doing. I'm always open to feedback. So until then and until next time, thank you for listening. Make sure to check out some of the other episodes and free documents at syndicationschool.com. Have a best ever day and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Groundbreaker helps you increase productivity and investor satisfaction by automating fundraising, reporting, and investor relations through elegant and powerful workflows built by syndicators for syndicators. Go to groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe. That's groundbreaker.co forward slash Joe to get a free deal pitch deck template. If you have a smaller rental portfolio, then here's a no-brainer for you. Hemlanes property management platform automates the entire rental life cycle. With connections to local agents and maintenance coordinators, you are in control and have more free time. Check them out at hemlane.com. That's H-E-M-L-A-N-E.com.